Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. In yesterday's program, we talked about how to use your normal everyday emotions to energize your prayer life. But if you're like me, you might hear that and think, what if I don't have much in the way of normal everyday emotions? How does a non-emotional, even-keeled person pray with passion? So use your joy to make you praise God. You say, what if I don't have any joy? What if I don't have any happiness? Well, turn to Ecclesiastes 5. Ecclesiastes 5.19. We've talked about this when we went through that book, but I'll just remind you. There's several possible causes. When you have the problem of not very much joy and you're kind of down, there's a lot of different things that can cause that. But one of them is just simply a failure to connect the dots between the the, the pleasures of life and the goodness of God's gifts and God's attitude towards you, his favor. Um, Ecclesiastes 5.19 says, When God gives any man wealth and possessions and enables him to enjoy them, to accept his lot and to be happy in his work... This is a gift from God. Anytime you're enjoying something, this passage is saying, it's not because of that thing. It's not because of your circumstances. It seems like it is, but it's not. You probably had those same circumstances other times and you didn't feel this kind of enjoyment. The reason you're feeling good is because God gave you not only some favorable circumstances, but on top of that, also gave you the ability to enjoy them. That's a special gift from God. And when you have it, we need to realize where it comes from. And I'm not talking about sinful enjoyment here, obviously, but all non-sinful enjoyment of God's gifts comes as a special gift from God. You, you can't decide to just have it. You can't just decide to wake up tomorrow morning and feel good. All the positive thinking gurus notwithstanding. It doesn't work. We've tried it, right? And there's lots of times it doesn't work. You can't just make yourself feel good. Money can't buy it. Intelligence can't create it. Creativity can't manufacture it. And not even your favorite activities, your favorite people can guarantee it. It comes from God and God alone. And so when you feel it, connect the dots, realize where it's coming from and praise Him. Thank you, God, for enabling me to have this moment of enjoyment of this thing. When, when you eat something and it hits the spot, that's God's favor. Hitting the spot, that's God's favor. Sometimes you eat that same thing, it doesn't hit anything. If you, if you look at the mountains and you're just blown away for a minute, that's God's favor, enabling that, you to have that feeling. If you spend some time with someone and it ends up being a great time, that's God's favor. God, if God didn't enable that enjoyment of that activity, then that exact same activity would be, it would leave you empty. So use your emotion to praise God. Use your emotion to power your prayers. And I realize, emotion comes easier to some than to others. I mean, let's face it. Some of you, you have no problem lacking emotion. You've got plenty. You, you, you could, might burst into tears if they get your order wrong at McDonald's. But for others, emotion's hard, right? It doesn't come easy. Some of you are so even-tempered that if they hooked you up to a monitor, you would be flatlined if they were monitoring your emotions. What do you do then? What if you don't have anything? You go to, you, you don't feel anything. Well, answer to that, meditation. 
on God's word. Focus on truth about God until it has an effect on how you feel. Open up the pages of your Bible and don't close it until it sinks in. You know, we all know people who uh, cry at the movies, right? They get so into it and then they're crying in the story. But even those people generally don't cry in the first two minutes. You notice that? Even if the movie starts with a terrible thing happening, somebody dies, they lose their loved one, whatever, they're not crying. Why? Because they're not into it enough. They're not into the story yet. They haven't, they haven't immersed themselves into, the, into what's going on enough yet. That's why they're not crying. If, you ever, if, if all you ever do is spend two or three or four or five minutes at a time thinking about some truth in God's word, it's not, no wonder you're not going to, of course you're not going to feel anything. That's like watching the first two, mi- two minutes of a whole bunch of different movies. You're not going to get into it. Stay there. Stay there in that passage and let it sink in. Stay there until it touches you. And that happens by thinking it through. Meditation. Thinking it through. For example, take Psalm 103. Go ahead and turn there. Psalm 103, verse 2. Now this is the the psalm where he's talking to his soul. And he he says there in verse 2, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. So, soul, remember God's benefits. Now just stop right there. You're reading through. Instead of just zooming through that and going through the rest of the psalm, just stop and think that through. Think of all the benefits God has given you, all the reasons you have to praise God. And if you don't think you have much reason to praise God, you don't think much. Because you you don't have to think very long. I mean, there's so much. Next time, try this. Next time you're in a funk and you're just kind of down and you're lacking joy and there's no happiness... Take some time to go through the Psalms and write down all the things you find where the psalmists are crying out for deliverance. And you, what you'll find is most of the things that they're begging God for deliverance for, you already have deliverance in those areas. Right? God's protecting, delivering, saving hand is the only reason why right now you're not suffering the worst agonies that Satan can dream up. It's because God's delivering you right now. This just hit me the other day as I was praying. I just thought, there are people right now who are currently crying out to God, begging Him with every ounce of strength they have to please take away this cancer. And and, and if those people woke up cancer-free tomorrow morning, they would be shouting God's praises. And then I thought, I woke up cancer-free today. There are people whose spouse left them and they've, they've begged God to restore their marriage and if they woke up tomorrow morning with their spouse next to them in bed, they would just be praising God. I woke up this morning with my wife next to me in bed. There are people who would sing his praises if they, got, if they could just get a job. They could make a living. Or if God enabled them to have a child. Or let their sick child live. Or if they could find a good church. Or if they, if they could get their sight back. Or receive their hearing back. Or if, if they could walk again. Or if they could find a place to live. Have a roof over their head. Or if they could go a whole year without getting drunk or getting high. 
they would be praising God. There are people who would literally shout for joy if they could own their own copy of a Bible or or be released from prison. There are people who are suicidal with guilt and they would give anything to be free of that guilt of their past sin, but they have no idea how because nobody's ever cared enough for them to tell them about Jesus. But somebody, God sent somebody to tell you You woke up this morning with most, if not all, of those blessings I just listed and thousands upon thousands upon thousands more, all from his generous, mighty, loving hand. Oh, my soul, forget not his benefits. Remember them. Do that until it touches your soul. It moves your emotions. All that's from Psalm 103 too. And, and just, just as an aside, use the Psalms in your prayers. If you struggle with prayers, wear out the pages in your Bible in the Psalms. They focus so much on God. You're never going to find a section of Scripture more densely packed about what God is like than the Psalms. One of the best devotionals you could ever get, if you're looking for a devotional book, one of the best ones you could ever get is just open up to the Psalms and get a piece of paper and just random, any psalm, just pick a psalm, and write down every attribute of God that you can find in that psalm. Everything that it either states or implies about God. Something, an attribute is just something that's true about God. Everything that's true about God, just write it out, and then look at that list, and just spend some time thinking about the fact that you are the child of a God who has that combination of characteristics. And what that means for your life. Incredible exercise. You can do it anytime. You just have a Bible and a piece of paper. And I, there's so much more we could say about the Psalms. I don't have time to get into it, but I will tell you, I, in the appendix of the sermon notes, I, I took all 150 Psalms and I arranged them according to topic. So they're arranged in categories. Um, if that'll help you, um, then that'd be great. So use the Scriptures to ignite your emotions. And in the meantime... If you don't have any emotions, I mean, you just you just go to pour out your heart before God, and it's there's nothing there. It's just dry and empty. Offer that to God, right? Talk. That's what James is talking about here. That's the point he's making. Talk to God about everything, whatever's in your life. Just make God a part of it. What if you made it your goal today to stop for a moment at the top of every hour? Call to mind the joys you experienced that previous hour and then connect the dots from those to God enabling you to enjoy them, the fact that God enabled you to enjoy them. And if there were no moments of happiness, then to think of some of the gifts from God that you have that some people would give anything to receive from God. Give it a try right at the top of each hour today and see what kind of impact it has on your joy. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Praise him, soul, for he is exceedingly great, clothed with splendor and majesty. He wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and places his creation 
at your disposal to subdue and rule over it at his side. Awaken me, dear Father, to how many times each day you show kindness to your servant. How priceless is your unfailing love. Both high and low among men find refuge in the shadow of your wings. We feast on the abundance of your house. You give us to drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.